Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Depending on where you in the world you are, whatever is the most appropriate greeting is the one I send to you. <laughs> My name is Valerie Hope, and I welcome you to Time to Come Alive. As your leadership coach and your speaker today, or the host is <laughs> the best way to express that, my job is to take these conversations each week and to bring you some information that will help you become more conscious, to become more connected to yourself and other people, as well as to be more creative. Overall, you want to be able to contribute something of value and worth into this world. And I love to take every week a topic or something that I feel is important or relevant and bring that to you for just another take another opportunity to create some perspective. First of all, if you are watching this live or if you're watching this recording, my request is that you share it with the people in your circle. That might mean you post that you're watching this live and you let people know to, where to join you. It might be that you're watching this recording and you share it with people with whom you know, oh, they could use this information or this would, would be really relevant to them. That would be phenomenal because, again, it'll give you an opportunity to connect in more meaningful ways. Okay, first of all, one of the things that I love to do to help us prepare for the message and just to be more conscious is just to take a moment for mindfulness meditation or just a little mindfulness moment, if you will. And today, I just want you to take a moment to take a deep breath, release it. If you're sitting or standing, wherever you are, just see if you can spend a few moments just paying attention to your breath. Because this topic might create a little bit of tension, so you don't want to go intense already. I want you to be as open and as pliable and flexible as possible. And to begin thinking about the people that you have in your life, in your circle, who challenge you. Think about those people. When I say challenge, I mean, think of the people in your life that don't think the same way, perhaps because their personality is different, maybe what they've been exposed to and how they've been educated is different, perhaps it's a different culture. I want you to really think about those people in your life and the impact that it's had on you. In some cases, the impact might be that it's irritating. For others, it might be the impact that's been really enlightening. So just take a moment and just see who you can bring up in your mind that has created those opportunities for you. It's kind of rubbed you the wrong way, or perhaps has made you go, hmm. Right, you have someone in mind, or several. Now the main thing here is, these are relationships that are brought to us for us to learn and grow, perhaps even open up, and expand our perspective. I request or, or invite you to send that individual or those individuals your gratitude. If you can find it within yourself to see the value that they have brought by either expanding your perception, by challenging some assumption that helped you get more clarity, whatever their role was in expanding and growing you as a person, just say thank you. Take a deep breath. Okay. You can already get a sense of where this conversation is going today. In the past, you know, I've talked about 
this notion of curating your personal board of directors. And this is one of the, the installations around that topic. If you're just catching up here, the, the deep and brief of it is that Harvard Business Review had an article many years ago about the importance of having a personal board of directors, much like an organization has a board of directors that helps set the tone, set the direction, provide some oversight, if you will, for the organization, that we as individuals should also invest in curating a, a personal board of directors. The idea is that this board of directors brings ideas, resources, information, knowledge, that one could not, could even, could probably not even hope to acquire on their own. But that through this connection with the board of directors, you'll have an opportunity to expand your business, your knowledge, your et cetera, because now you're connected to others. So I wanna expand on that just a bit. And for me, it's really more about a circle of influencers, right? Building a circle of people around you for whom you can provide a service and with whom you can connect and collaborate with. There are four different types of people that I would invite you to, in, to have in your circle of influencers, different types of relationships, let's call it that. You've already heard me talk about the legacy relationship. The legacy relationship is those people with whom you connect because you have similar goals or you have a, an, a vision that might be shared. Whether that's because you're building a school together or you believe in education, whether that's because you have a commitment to the neighborhood that you live in to make sure that it's a livable and, and an enjoyable place for, for people to live for decades. Perhaps there's a legacy around raising children. Perhaps it's your spouse and your legacy is to raise the children that you have with your spouse as best as possible. That's an example of legacy relationships. You've also heard me talk about companion relationships. Companion relationships are those that are created for support. Specifically, those are the people that you reach out to when you wanna commiserate or celebrate. Okay? That you have someone that you can call if you just wanna vent about something, or there are individuals who know how to listen to you in such a way that they can help you celebrate your wins. And then last one that we spoke about is the supportive the supporter relationships, the supporter members. So for your circle, these are the people who are either really well connected and connect you with information, resources, with other people. It could be the supporter might be a person that's already been there and done that. They're individuals who have experience and they can give you the shortcuts. They can help you avoid some of the traps, give you the hacks, if you will. So these individuals are also crucial because they're the ones that help us take one step forward each time. So those are the first three that we've covered thus far. This one I left for the end because it's the one that could be a little bit more challenging sometimes to wrap our arms and our head around. And that is the karmic members of our circle. Now, I know when I say the word karma or karmic, somehow it's a pretty negative connotation in, in some of our society. The, the notion of karma though, it's all about education. It's about learning, it's about growing. And when I talk about the karmic members, 
what I'm really saying is that there's this there's a saying, I believe it's in the Bible, is the iron sharpens iron, right? That there's sometimes an opportunity for us to have a clash, if you will, with, with ideas or a clash of, of perspectives with somebody, someone else. But what that usually brings is some deep insight, deep insight into ourselves and perhaps why we feel that that's a clash or perhaps deep insight in the situation where we just start to see things from a different perspective. Does that make sense? This idea of a karmic relationship is actually quite crucial to a successful circle of influencers because ultimately you want people who think differently than you. I, I, I'll give you some examples. I remember when I was in high school, I had an amazing band director, David Bolish. Shout out to Mr. Bolish. And it's been decades and decades now, but he was probably one of the most meaningful karmic members of my circle of influencers. This is before I even knew there was such a thing as a circle of influencers, before it even mattered, at least in any deep, meaningful way. I remember he challenged me in how I was going about school. I actually didn't join the band until my junior year in high school. And as such, I just had, I wasn't really that involved. I went to band practice and I went home. He challenged me by making sure that I joined the concert band. <laughs> he also challenged me by making sure that I joined the jazz band. Now he didn't make sure by like forcing me to, but I remember he would always call me into his office at some point in the school year and he said Valerie have you ever thought about that's usually the way those conversations started have you thought about have you thought about trying out for jazz band have you thought about trying out for color guard captain have you thought about and of course he said this because I had never thought about it I hadn't even considered it I didn't even have that kind of ambition I remember each time he'd have this question have you ever thought about <laughs> I would go home usually share it with my mom or perhaps even some friends, but usually mom, mom was the one that usually tipped the scales. So I'd share it with my mom and she's like, oh, that's a really great idea. Why haven't you thought about it? You should do it. And I would usually just say yes. Actually, I said yes every time. <laughs> and man, did it make a huge difference in my high school experience. I'm so, so grateful to Mr. Bullish for that. So if you're watching this, Mr. Bullish, thank you so much. And he and I have had some conversations since then. So he knows how much this means to me. So he brought a much more compassionate <laughs> flair to his challenge, right? Have you ever thought about, it's not very confrontational. It doesn't really put me in, a, in an awkward spot of, you know, why haven't you thought of, right? There was not like a questioning or accusatory tone. He really just helped me expand my mind. And that's what a great karmic member of your circle of influencer will do. They will expand your mind. They'll be the ones looking from a perspective that you would have never thought of or hadn't considered for whatever reason. It's just not your strength. Perhaps it wasn't your experience. Perhaps it just wasn't partially part of your personality. Whatever the case may be, they bring a whole different level. These particular individuals are crucial. Because often if we don't have individuals in our lives who are willing to ask the hard questions, who are willing to see that we can expand and contribute in a deeper, more meaningful way, we get stunted. We just don't grow. 
there's no place for us to go. We keep doing the same thing over and over again, sometimes expecting different results, right? <laughs> Which people know is the definition of, the, of insanity. The purpose for having on, on purpose, right? So the meaning behind having a karmic relationship or karmic member of your board on purpose, meaning you invite them in, is to give you an opportunity to see something that you would not have seen before. They are great at bringing to light any blind spots that you might have. They're fantastic at bringing to light resources that you might have gone, that you may not have tapped into. You maybe had no clue. It's interesting because sometimes when we talk about the legacy members, the, mem the legacy member of your board, it in some cases could feel a bit like a karmic relationship. So you might have people in different parts of your, of your circle of influencers that play multiple roles. The person that's in the legacy, although they might have a similar vision, perhaps they're going about it in a way that you would have never thought about going, going to it, doing it. And therefore they bring a new perspective. So they could be doing that. That could be a twofer, right? They might be the person also giving you, helping you expand the vision, fulfill the vision, and somehow telling you and sharing with you ways in which you can do it in, you know, in, a, different, in a different way. Good? So the, the whole idea here is you need to look for people who are not afraid to challenge you. These are the people who like to poke holes. They're the ones that say, oh, well, have you thought about this? And how is that working? They're usually asking the kind of questions that in some cases make us a little bit like, ooh, ow. Because our tendency generally is to, you know, we want to defend, we want to look good, feel good. We want things to be acknowledged and recognized. But that doesn't mean that the people who are, these karmic members are there to necessarily harm or, or make you feel defensive. On the contrary, make sure that the people that you are inviting to play this role in your life are individuals who are really, really committed to having your back that they're really committed for you to live your best life. In other words, they should love you. Whatever they say, they should say in love. And love as in a human universal concept, not necessarily that because they're a family, friend, et cetera, they love you, but they just know that their part in life is to help contribute to you and not to criticize, denigrate, or, or make you feel in any way you know, bad about anything that you're doing. Is that clear? I think that's, that's huge. So a few other things you should look for. Really understand the other person's superpower. And this goes for any other member of the circle. There are individuals whose superpower is to poke holes, to analyze perhaps in ways that you don't analyze, to connect with information that you perhaps don't connect to. I like to pride myself that I'm actually a really great karmic member for a lot of people. In my role as a leadership coach, that's my job, is to often see what other people and my clients don't see. They don't have an opportunity to look at themselves so objectively. And my role is to be that extra set of eyes and extra set of ears that I can point out, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? I have clients, for example, who may come in with a great business challenge. This happened recently where I have a client who said, hey, this is the challenge I'm having with my team. And as we had this conversation, I realized that it sounds like the challenge you're having with your team is actually stemming from an unresolved challenge in your family. 
And so we start poking through and looking at this idea with the family. And I'm like, okay, you've talked about everybody in your family, but this part, this part of your family, we haven't talked about. Why is that? And wow, there's just been so many discoveries and aha moments as a result of us poking in a place where no one would have thought to look, especially his supervisors who were really just thinking about he interacts with his team this way. We need him to interact that way. But underneath it all, it was some unresolved challenge or some unresolved conversations he'd had with, within his family of origin. That's what I'm talking about. Being a karmic member also has some, it has a privilege, right? There's some privilege of helping people think differently, but it does have its responsibility. That the, the job of somebody in a karmic, as a karmic member is to be responsible, to be caring, to have the best interests of that person at heart. That's super important. A few other things that might be important is to think about the impact. So I asked you in our mindful moment to think about who that person might be and perhaps they irritated you, perhaps they somehow enlightened you, but think about the impact. Think about all of those questions that you felt were a little bit, oh, maybe initially sometimes could feel like is a criticism, but they're really constructive criticism, right? Have you ever thought about, I noticed you haven't done X, Y, Z. Why haven't you done that? Or what impact has it had not to do it this way? But there are individuals who might ask things in such a way that makes you go, well, I, but I've been doing this. You know, you, our tendency, again, to want to defend our point of view. And what I find is when we can open up, just kind of lean into it, especially when we're asking someone to play that role for us. And now here's the key. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's an exercise in humility. I have three brothers. Oh, and you know, the brother-sister dynamic <laughs> sometimes just lends itself to having all of them be karmic members at the same time <laughs> and vice versa, my vice versa. They will know I'll be the first one to pick on something. Hey, you didn't say, and how come you didn't do? All right, that's, Siblings, sometimes that's how it shows up. Now, where I've found the greatest value and where I offer that you might have the greatest leverage is to actually offer to someone to play that role. I mean, can you imagine how empowering it is for you, right? Or how empowering it and how honor, how much of an honor it would be for the other person to ask that individual, look, I have these ideas about my business or I have these ideas about this project or I'm having these challenges at work. I need someone that has a different point of view to see what am I not seeing here? What am I missing? Perhaps where am I going, you know, where am I going wrong here? And invite someone into that part of your life in a meaningful way could be such a game changer. First of all, because it does require us to loosen up a little bit, not to be so tight and not necessarily instinctively want to defend and protect, but it does give us an opportunity to just say, look, I'm, I, I just want to hear what would work better and I'm ready for it. Okay. That's so it shows a readiness, but from the other side, being invited in, if you're a person that's been invited in to help someone grow, 
meaning you are now responsible for letting them know, hey, look, this isn't really working for you. Here's what I see. Here's what I don't see. Here's what I think could happen. What, a, what an honor. That requires so much trust. The fact that that person has extended trust to you so that you're able to share constructively what they might do to have an even better life. I think it's, it's something that we very seldom, we very seldom take advantage of. We, people have a lot, when we use the word feedback, you know, can I give you some feedback? We tend to think that it's usually negative, right? There's some kind of criticism coming right after that word. And a lot of times it is, unfortunately, at least in my experience. But feedback is nothing more than someone just really playing back. Now that I've got an opportunity to consume or experience, here's, here's the impact it's had, or here's my experience of it. And ideally, it's a, it's a balance. It's a balance of here's the things that work that you should keep. Here's the things that you will change, that you might change, that will make it even better. It's hearing both. But it's our responsibility as we are curating this circle of influencers to request that. If you want feedback from someone, request. I want you to also tell me what's working that I should keep. And I would love for you to tell me what's not working that I should shift, change, enhance. Those are very respectable ways to get the information that you need in a way that you can listen, that, that you're able to listen to them, that you're able to hear them. And also, instructs or guides people on how to speak in a way that you can again hear and consume what they're saying. All of those I think are, are huge. I'll tell you, and sometimes in the midst of conflict, this is probably the hardest thing to do. I, I had a client who was in conflict with a, a family member actually, but it was around the care of, of, the, of the mother, the matriarch of the family. Both, again, legacy, right? Both of them had the best interest of that mother in mind. The challenge, these are two sister-in-laws, right? Having this challenge with the mother-in-law. I'm sorry, having the challenge in the treatment of the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law had an illness and the two sister-in-laws were collaborating to help support the mother. The challenge was they did not see eye to eye on how to best support the mother. Therefore, their conversations, the strategies, everything was just clash, 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 clash. When my client came to me to share, here's what has been happening, here's what I, you know, is really driving me up the wall, can't believe that she's doing this, she's saying this, I can't, I, you know, I try to do this, I try to do that. And what she didn't see is that the commitment, the two of them had the exact same commitment, is the well-being and health of the mother. Unfortunately, because the strategies were so distinct, they're so different, they just couldn't hear one another. They just, you know, oh no, that's not the right way to do it. She should be doing this instead, etc. What what I found is really helping her see the commitment that her sister-in-law had made the hugest difference. Now it took a little while to get there. You know, when we're talking about highly charged conflict or, or highly charged emotions, 
it's not easy. It's not as easy as saying, oh, okay, that makes sense, <laughs> right? Because you pointed out something logical. It's really about looking in and seeing, okay, what is this emotional charge? Why is that charging me up so much? Why is that so irritating? What is this person actually saying? What's the truth behind the message? Beyond the strategy, what's the need that they're trying to fulfill? What's, the, what's that thing they're committed to? And once we got that straight, okay, I, th I think I see where she's coming from and why she would choose to do that. Now, there's all sorts of things in the background, right? There's a family history, there's experiences, there are values and beliefs that are all tied into what we do and how we do it. The point here is that unless we take a moment to really consider, okay, what is it that's triggering? What is it that that person is committed to? Am I committed to the same thing? Okay, maybe it's time for a conversation that goes beyond the strategy of what to do or what not to do and really about this commitment we have. And perhaps there's a third way, right? There's a third way to find a commitment in, in the two. It's, I think it's really an opportunity to step into resistance. I, I had in, in a, another podcast, and I'll men mention it in the show notes here, uh, Gail Blair, she's a medical intuitive, she shared about stepping into resistance. So if you saw that episode, you'll see that, you know, when we talk about the things that sometimes we would just intuitively or just physically can't even bear to confront because it's uncomfortable. You know, we don't like pain in general. We don't necessarily want to be uncomfortable. But there are times when you have to, we have to discern, discern, do we step into the discomfort because it's going to be for growth? All right. Or is this the kind of res resistance or this, this discomfort that, you know, is telling us to go in a different direction? Not all resistance is equal. And this idea of building and curating a circle of influencers who will give you information, who give you guidance, who might give you advice that could produce a little bit of resistance as a response initially, I would challenge you to see how can you step into it with some curiosity and openness, asking the question, okay, what are they committed to and what they're saying? What are they committed to in my own growth and development? What am I committed to? Do those match? And allowing it to play out from that perspective. So this is, a, this is gonna be an interesting one. So you have some homework. You know, I like to always give you something to work on as you're incorporating some of these ideas. Like we did in the very beginning, your homework is to really think about who are some of the people in your life currently or past who have been that challenge to you who have, have has posed have posed that challenging thought or idea or been a completely different point of view or perspective or, or personality or perspective from you write them down like actually write down the people in your life that you okay yet you know this person at work or this person at home right write their names down and next to their names write out what did they challenge you with you know did they challenge you I, i'll give you a quick example I went to a New Year's party years ago, and I may have mentioned this in another podcast, so I'm probably repeating some of the same stories, but I went to this New Year's party, and I met this guy, a stranger virtually, just so happened that we were both at the same party, and started talking about our respective careers. At the time, I was working in a corporation, and I was really proud of the work I did and all the experiences that I was having, and he was an entrepreneur, had his own business, I believe, believe was a chiropractor, 
and he talked about all he did and all his beliefs around multiple streams of income and how important that was and how I wasn't really fulfilling my, my end of the bargain by working for a corporation. He had all these judgments around working for someone else. And I just remember feeling, I was incensed. <laughs> I just, I didn't know this guy, but he hit all the buttons. Ugh, trigger, trigger, trigger. <laughs> I laugh now, but at the time I was just so annoyed, so irritated. I'm like, I'm not talking to this guy again. <laughs> I don't care how cute he is. <laughs> and so I remember the next day in particular, I called my older brother who, you know, he tends to be my voice of reason and he's very philosophical. And I remember reaching out and asking him, Hey, you know, I had this conversation with this guy yesterday at the party and just really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't even know why I was so mad. I don't even know the guy. It's not, not like he was a friend or family member who, I, whose opinion I care for. And as I'm having this conversation with my brother, I come to the realization by you know, his asking me several questions, I come to the realization that one of the reasons that I was so triggered in that instance by, by this guy was because he was able to articulate his values around money very clearly. And although I did not agree at all with his, and I would never necessarily do what he did or how he did it, I wasn't as comfortable and confident in articulating mine. Oh, when I got to that, I was like, oh, that's what that is? But I tell you what, after that realization, I set out on a journey to really manage my relationship with money. I read books. I hired coaches. I got debt free. I really, I did some serious work. And all thanks to that man who annoyed me at a party. <laughs> like, who would have thought? But that would be <laughs> such a life-changing experience. You know? And thanks to him, thanks to him poking holes at the, at the moment, although I wasn't conscious and he did not get invited to do so, he really brought a different perspective to my life and one that I hold so dearly now and that I'm much more comfortable and confident in articulating. And more importantly, just the value of having someone think that differently than me. So this has a huge impact. So I digress from the homework, but really your homework is to write down who are those people who have brought about that kind of shift in your mentality, in your mindset, in your actions and behaviors, the way you see yourself, the way you see the world. It could be something as, you know, when you were young, it might be a person at work. It could be, you know, you traveled and all of a sudden being confronted with a different culture or race or language, you know, somebody brought about a different, a different side of you. So write them down and write down what they did for you, what shifted as a result of that interaction or as a result of that relationship. And I want to reiterate that when we talk about the circle of influencers, there is no time frame for how long someone should be or should not be in your circle. This particular gentleman with the money, that was, you know, not even an hour. <laughs> there was maybe a 30-minute conversation that happened that absolutely shifted my life. He was a part of my circle for those 30 minutes. You might have people that are those karmic members in your life for decades, a lifetime perhaps. Who knows? You might be married to one. <laughs> and that, if that's the case, then really embrace them for what, what strength they bring to your life. So 
again, write down the name, write down what they did or what, how they shifted your point of view or your mindset. And if you want to take it an extra level, if you want the bonus points, do you want the bonus points? If you want the bonus points, let them know, thank them, actually thank them. That might be picking up the telephone, might be sending a text, might be sending an email, whatever is most appropriate for the context of your relationship. And let them know what role they played in changing your mind, in expanding you as a person. Man, can you imagine getting that sort of letter? You know, this was something that really triggered me, but wow, because of that conversation, here's what I was able to do. It may or may not have any impact on whether or not they come back into your circle or not. That's irrelevant. I just want to invite you to be conscious, right? Conscious, connected, and creative. And that's all part of the process. You become conscious of what they've contributed. You connect with that person by seeing the value that they brought to your life and then create something of value. That also could mean that you then become and you offer to be the karmic member of somebody else's circle because you see an opportunity to help them grow even further. Hopefully this information was helpful, interesting for you, that you find ways to apply and add even more depth and meaning into your life. Looking forward to seeing you at the next episode of Time to Come Alive. As you know, we meet on Tuesdays at 8.45 Central Time. Every week we have wonderful, interesting conversations with wonderful guests or perhaps a message like this, a solo uh, host appearance. But in any case, you have the opportunity to really understand in a different way, perhaps something that could be helpful for you. Thank you so much for watching and tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. See you next time.